From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, negative sentiment in the crypto space, causing prices to drop drastically. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everyone. Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. I just want to get straight into those crypto prices. We have some news, and I want to make this one shorter than yesterday to average out your time. Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 10.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $16,165. It's pretty much even from yesterday, even though we were in the $15,000 range just a little bit ago. There's a negative sentiment in the crypto market. The largest inflows are going into shorting cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of them. At $15,649, Bitcoin hit its lowest price since November of 2020. And as we all know, this is because of the collateral damage of FTX and the turmoil in the market. We haven't even touched the surface, in my opinion. We will see what is going to happen with all of that. We have Ethereum at $1,126, down 0.7% in 24. When I woke up this morning, it was well in the $1,000 range. Thought we we're going to hit under 1000 bucks. Number three is Tether. USDC is number four. And Binance BNB is number five at 263 up 1% in 24 Rounding off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Cardano, Doge, and Matic. And Matic is up 5.4% in 24. It's sitting at 85.3 cents. If you guys are wondering what's going on with Solana, Solana is at $11.73, down 2% in 24. In some price-related news, I would say Fidelity is one of the world's largest institutional investors and largest provider of 401ks in the U.S. And Fidelity is coming under scrutiny from U.S. politicians. I bet you can't guess who. You are right if you guess Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts. But she's joined with Tina Smith of Minnesota and Richard Durbin of Illinois. And they all signed a letter asking Fidelity to scrap its 401k Bitcoin plan. They said this. Once again, we strongly urge Fidelity Investments to reconsider its decision to allow 401k plan sponsors to expose plan participants to Bitcoin. The recent explosion of FTX has made it abundantly clear the digital asset industry has serious problems. The industry is full of charismatic wonderkinds, opportunistic fraudsters, and self-proclaimed investment advisors promoting financial products with little or no transparency. Yikes. Fidelity currently has over $9.9 trillion under administration and has made major inroads into the digital asset community with, again, 401ks exposed to Bitcoin. Now, it's kind of hard to argue with Senator Warren at this point, right? After we see FTX, after we saw all the warnings that she was given over the past year, year and a half. And now it just almost kind of like shows that she might have been right, at least on some things. Again, we have to have innovation happen here in the U.S., but it's really hard to argue with her after the explosion of FTX and the complete fraud Sam Bankman-Fried allegedly is. And you also have to look at our neighbors to the north, Canada, Canada. 
As you remember, Ontario's Teachers Union, they put about $95 million into FTX using their pension fund. It didn't hurt them, but the point is there that this might not be the best road for pension funds. However, could they be extremely beneficial in the future if they just have diamond hands and hodl? The total market cap is sitting at $800.4 billion. We have a BTC dominance of 38.6 and an F dominance of 17.2. And just to let you know, Coinbase stock hit a new all-time low of $40.61. Is it time to buy? Time to capitulate? Time to just wait and see what happens? I'm not too sure. Moving into today's headlines. As you guys remember, last week, Gemini warned of major delays for Earn users looking to withdraw their cash. Gemini's Earn is tied to the fate of its lending partner, crypto prime broker Genesis, which, on the same day of Gemini's announcement, said that it's suspending all withdrawals due to the sudden catastrophic collapse of FTX exchange, which Genesis's derivatives business had $175 million in exposure to. Earn used to allow users to earn passive income with interest rates of around 0.45%, right up to 8%. Gemini said today that it's still working on processing redemptions for its Earn product. The FTX disaster wasn't the only hit Genesis took this crypto winter, by the way. So you're like, oh, $175 million exposure to FTX? You're probably thinking, why would that like derail this whole company? I mean, it's a lot of money, but it shouldn't derail a whole company with probably billions of dollars. Well, you are right. The company's still reeling from the implosion of Three Arrows Capital, saying that the $2.3 billion owed by the ex-crypto hedge fund negatively impacted the liquidity of its lending business. So basically, that's around $2.5 billion they're out. A representative of Genesis told Decrypt that we have no plans to file bankruptcy. Our goal is to resolve the current situation consensually without the need for any bankruptcy filing. Binance, by the way, has reported rejecting an offer to invest in the troubled crypto lending firm Genesis due to a potential conflict of interest some of its businesses could create down the road. Our good friend here at the podcast, Skylar, put this one on our radar. Macy launches a parade metaverse experience and invites fans to raise funds for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America and vote for the first ever NFT parade balloon. I guess a parade balloon is a float. I I guess so. Oh, no, they have the balloons too, right? Yeah, that's right. They do. Anyway, Macy's virtual world this holiday season is a brand new parade experience that will give fans the power to select the first ever NFT Macy's parade balloon. The magic of the Macy's Parade can be experienced in a virtual parade in the metaverse and will include virtual galleries from five MT projects and the opportunity for fans to vote on their favorite creators, helping one of their designs come to life as it's transformed into a high-flying form in next year's Macy's Parade. So this balloon in the metaverse, you vote, see which one's the best, then they will turn it into a real balloon in next year's Macy's Parade. It is also creating an opportunity to raise critical funds for their partner, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America. This experience is going to be powered by OnCyber, and it's launching Thursday, November 24th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, we have to have some FTX news. According to a report from the Japanese news site NHK, an FTX Japan executive said that its customers can't currently withdraw assets because of FTX Japan's system is connected to the broader FTX system. To remedy this issue, FTX Japan is developing a separate system so its customers can withdraw their funds. Basically, in a nutshell, FTX Japan may resume withdrawals by December. CEO John J. Ray says FTX Japan is in debt, just like any other of the FTX-affiliated branches, FTX EU, FTX.US, and many other FTX subsidiaries. In another sad bit of news, FTX Japan 
was only six months old when all of this imploded. This, I think, is probably the biggest news of the day. Uniswap said today that it's collecting some user data, such as trader's device type or browser, but no personal data. That sounds like a load of crap. They put out a blog post that said transparency was key and that it collected certain off-chain and on-chain data to improve user experience. A load of crap. On-chain data is public information that occurs on the blockchain. This includes things like purchases, transactions, wallet transfers, and interactions with smart contracts. Off-chain data is external to the blockchain, such as what device a user is using, their operating system, but it also can nevertheless be linked to a wallet and its activity. Uniswap says this, Our first priority is to protect user data and privacy, but we do want to make a data-driven decision that improves user experience. That includes public on-chain data and limited off-chain data like browser type, device type, because Uniswap Labs does not collect personal data, any vendors we work with do not have any personal data either. Uniswap's post noted that it does not collect users' personal data, such as names, addresses, emails, IP addresses. It also added that it does not share your data with any third parties for marketing purposes. News agency The Block posted this quote in their Terms of Services, said, When you connect your non-custodial blockchain wallet to the services, we collect a log of your publicly available blockchain address to learn more about your use of the services and to screen your wallet for any prior illicit activity. Hmm. Chris Black, he tweeted this. The Uniswap team includes former Chainalysis executive, former New York Stock Exchange president, former Obama senior spokesman, former Federal Reserve economist, former BlackRock executive. And you're surprised they're collecting your data? What do you think of this? I think that this is just a slippery slope to shadiness. And finally, a little bit of PSA for you. This is important if you had funds on Celsius. Celsius customers have until January to file claims in bankruptcy proceedings. The bankruptcy court approved the motion to set the bar date, which is the deadline for all customers to file a claim. The bar date has been set for January 3rd of 2023. According to Celsius, the firm's claim agent is going to notify customers regarding the bar date and their next steps via email or physical mail for those customers who have an address on file. Additionally, customers should expect receiving notification in the Celsius app. So if you do have or had funds in Celsius, please make sure that you make a claim before January 3rd of 2023. Hopefully, and I really hope, you get your money back. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a five-star and a good comment. If you want to email me, Matthew Aaron, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-A-A-R-O-N at decrypt.co. And hey, if you have any questions, comments, praises, criticisms of the show, email me. We'll discuss it on air. And like I said, the opportunity and the offer goes out to all listeners, not companies, to show their product. And like always, until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.